Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. Today, I do want to bring a word that I believe God has given to me. Half of you don't even agree with that now after all the other statements, but maybe by the end you will. Uh, and I, I do want to talk into in the middle of this series called Created for Purpose. And today I want to speak into what is happening right now in our world, which I, I haven't done in the last 12 or 18 months in a focused sense. Today I want to do it in a focused sense. So the title, the main thought of my message is to become pandemic proof. And look at Scripture on some things because in the middle of this series called Created for Purpose, we must realise that once you discover your purpose, you've also got to protect your purpose in God. In fact, I think that's true for life. And let me just jump in and read a Scripture, get us back on track, and then we'll go from there. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 21 is where I'm reading from, from the Passion Translation of the Bible. And this is how it reads. My child... Never drift off course from these two goals for your life. I don't want to rush over even that first verse. Never drift off course from these two goals for your life. I'm reading from the book of wisdom, the book of Proverbs. And uh, if you're new to devotional life in Christ and you know that you've got to read your Bible every day, but you don't know where to start, here's one place you could start. You could start in the book of Proverbs. It's got 31 chapters. Most months of the year have 30 or 31 days. And so you can just wake up, know what the date is, go to that chapter, read it. And I guarantee you, I put my life on the line, I guarantee you, if you'll just read a chapter out of the book of Proverbs every day, God will speak to you clearly about your day. There's something in every one of those chapters that will just give you insight for the day. And so here in this book, we've got to chapter three, which I think is one of the best chapters in the entire book of Proverbs because it is talking about wisdom. And when you understand all of Scripture, you understand that when Proverbs talks about wisdom, it's actually talking about Jesus. Yeah. And so I could read it like this. Jesus said to them, Never drift off course from these two goals for your life, to walk in wisdom and to discover your purpose. Don't ever forget how they empower you, for they strengthen you inside and out and inspire you to do what's right. You will be energised and refreshed by the healing they bring. Oh my goodness, we could just stop right there and spend a month looking at what's inside of that. But you've got to understand here, the key thought I have today is we should never drift off course. It's easy to drift. You don't fall off course. You don't slide off course. You drift off course. And here Scripture says, never drift. I think I have a word for you today that would be to call you to this place of asking you the question, are you drifting? Are you shifting? Are you drifting away from your purpose? Are you drifting away from walking in wisdom? Because right now in our world, confusion and distraction are running riot and they have the ability to sabotage your purpose. The COVID pandemic started with confusion and produced many distractions 
Actually, I think right now the devil and his cohorts are sitting back taking it easy because there's a whole bunch of other people doing their work. That sounds a bit harsh, but truth is often like that, harsh. Your divine purpose demands that you walk in wisdom. Without it, you will drift off course. Three thoughts only to pandemic-proof your life right now. Because there's some choices you've got to make. There are some choices that wisdom demands of us. The Bible says we walk in wisdom, don't just learn wisdom. You can't actually learn it. You've got to act. Wisdom is knowledge correctly applied. And I'm talking about spiritual wisdom. There's so much AI today, artificial intelligence. You know, I wake up in the morning and I rely upon artificial intelligence. I say, hey, Google. Oops. Uh, <laughs> that was, let's not do that now. Uh, <laughs> and if I say good morning to it, it'll just automatically tell me what the weather's going to be today, give me the breaking news for the day, tell me how long it's going to get to work, and it's AI, and it's helpful. But I can't live my life on AI. I've got to live it on SI. I've got to have some spiritual intelligence. And effectively, walking in wisdom is that. And there's some choices you've got to make to get rid of the confusion, to move away from the distractions. Here's the first one. You've got to choose faith over fear. First one, be aware of the fear-mongering on both sides of any argument. You know, it's so tempting today and I've got to admit, I've got to confess. Can, can I have a little bit of therapy time in this service just for me? I've got to confess that at times through these last 18 months, I've kind of started to drift and, and kind of got caught up in the temptation of replying online to some stuff. <laughs> Getting, and then it got in my heart and I'm like, what is that doing here? But you know what, we, we've got to resist the temptation. To, to get on the debates regarding politics and pandemics and every other issue that's going on and just ask ourselves, here's a tip, just ask yourself some questions before you type, <laughs> before you get on your keyboard warrior moment. Just ask yourself the question, will it, will it be kind? Will it be helpful? Because Ephesians 4, 29, it's going to come on the screen behind me, hopefully it says, never let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth or keyboard, uh, but words but instead let your words become beautiful gifts, beautiful gifts, beautiful gifts that encourage others to do this by speaking words of grace to help them. Like, will it be helpful? Ask yourself, will it add faith? Because we can never lose sight of the fact that the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God and we are supposed to be traffickers of faith and hope. Can, can I say it to you this way? Fear comes by hearing and hearing by the bad news, the fake news, the conspiracy theories and anything else in the mix. Fear works the same way as faith. And what we need more than ever before is some people that can give us the chance to hear some faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, hearing the good news. Uh, maybe one last question you should ask yourself is after you do this, Will it leave you merry or mad? Because a cheerful heart is good medicine. 
A merry heart does good like medicine. The first choice we've got to make is we've got to choose faith over fear. And I have actually, you know, that was an early word that came out of one of the prophetic voices early in the piece. And they've just, they've just started a whole series of faith over fear for the last year and a half. And it's amazing. It really helps. But I've noticed that media picked up on it and switched it and they gone for facts over fear. It's like, or facts over fake, something like that. It's like, oh my gosh, facts are not the answer. You know what, if you're, you've been fact-checking, You've been wasting your time because that fact that you find today will change in a few weeks' time because facts change. Facts change. And what was a fact 12 months ago is not a fact now. In fact, what was a, in fact, what was a, actually, what was a fact three months ago is not one now. It changed, facts change. But I, I tell you what doesn't change. Principles do not change. And we are people of principles. Principles work anywhere, for anyone, anytime. And if you want to be pandemic proof, you're going to live by principles and not by facts because they work for anyone, anywhere, anytime. That's good news right there. That was better preaching than you're responding. Give me some hearts and some thumb bucks. Thumb bucks. Uh, thumb ups. I'm so glad that Freudian slip was that word. Hallelujah, Jesus. We're going to have church now. Faith over fear, purpose over politics. Choose faith over fear. Choose purpose over politics. Why aren't pastors speaking up about the political craziness in our world right now? I don't have all the answers for this, but here's possibly one of them. Because they're pastors and not politicians. Maybe. Or it could be because the gospel reaches people that are pro and anti. The gospel reaches people that are left and right, conservative and liberal, and everyone in between or outside or whatever. And so we've got to choose our purpose over politics. It's true for pastors. It's true for you where you sit. Uh, You know, and if you are in politics, please speak up with the conviction of the principles and the truth that God has given you wherever you sit on that divide because we need to hear your voice. It's your purpose. You know, 2 Corinthians 10 really helped me. This is what it reads in verse 13. It says, we will not boast. This is Paul speaking about his ministry purpose and responsibilities. He says, we will not boast about things done outside our area of authority. (laughs) He understood his area of authority. We will boast only about what has happened within the boundaries of the work God has given us, which includes our working with you. When you look at, this portion of Scripture, you realise that God has given every one of us a purpose, a gift, a calling, but it's got a boundary to it. You know, my, my purpose is not to become the greatest influencer. My purpose isn't even to become successful. According to God, my purpose is to be faithful. And sometimes sometimes being faithful is going to look like failure. Well, that hurt. I don't like that bit. 
But you know, the word confusion, when you look at the original meaning of the, the root word where it came from, the word confusion means to pour together, to blend or to bring into disorder and destroy. And the word distraction, when you look at its original word, means to draw apart. And I think the enemy has just gone, hey guys, we can, we can shoot off for a holiday in the Bahamas because the confusion and distraction we've just dropped in the pile. We don't have to do anything. We're just going to leave it for the population of the planet to finish what we started. But let's be the kind of people that get rid of confusion, get rid of distraction and get back to the purpose that God put us on the planet for. If you don't agree with changes made right now, then do what we're all doing behind the scenes and write to, call and lobby your local and federal representatives and let them know what's happening. You're not happy. But we, you know, you're just going to waste your time doing it on any other platform. We've done this personally and we've done it on behalf of the body of Christ. And I'm not talking for or against anything. I'm just letting you know that we have conveyed to the government respectfully that we object to and oppose the restrictions on the life and the health of the church that are pending, where they want you to have a vaccine passport before you can attend here. We have already communicated that verbally and in writing on your behalf. Should those restrictions become a reality permanently or temporarily here in Australia, we're going to to walk with the greatest wisdom of God we can on what the next steps might be. We'll consult our members, our movement and relevant authorities on what's next. But right now, we don't need to be concerned about it. Just prepared for it, right? Just prepared for it. But let's just stay on course. Let's not drift off and get distracted. Let's do what we're called to do. That is to build a Bible-believing, people-empowering, soul-winning church. Let's stay in that zone. Right now, it is to build your business. Do what you've got to do in your career. Look after your family. Stay on course. Choose purpose over politics. Faith over fear. Come on, kick that fear out. It's not going to, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I want to tell you, if you're dealing with distractions, if you're dealing with conspiracy theories, you're not going to be developing faith on the inside. Let me tell you, it'll be draining that thing out. And then finally, you got to choose covenant over conspiracy. And actually, it's really interesting to note that the Bible speaks a lot about conspiracy. Absolutely does. More than you would have thought. Go do your own homework on it. Don't just trust what I'm saying. But at the very same time, the Bible says from a principal point of view that we need to understand God's warning on it. In Isaiah 8, And verse 11, the Lord has given me a strong warning not to think like everyone else does. He said, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do and don't live in dread of what frightens them. Make the Lord of heaven's army holy in your life. In other words, separate that thing. Get it out here on its own and keep the Lord holy in your own life. Don't think like they think. 
Don't fear like they, in fact, you know what? Right here, God is setting you and me up. He's saying, don't think like they think and don't fear like they fear. I want you to think this way and I want you to fear this way. It's interesting that He says, they are doing what they need to do in fear, but I want you to do what you need to do when it comes to fear. First thing, make the Lord your God holy. He is the one you should fear. He is the one you sh- who, sh- who should make you tremble. It's like, I'm like, oh, so I'm supposed to tremble, but not at the wrong things. God is never taken by surprise. God is never taken. This thing is not, could you imagine God sitting on the throne in like March 2020 going, oh, gee whiz, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Have you seen what's happening on earth? Oh my goodness, shock, what a... He's not surprised. You and I are. Like, Holy Ghost, so, hey, Dad, uh, I thought like this thing would be over by now. There's kind of a few million Christians on earth praying that you would finish it today. That's not going on. God is not surprised. You've got to choose covenant over conspiracy. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm not, you know, I think we'll find out the truth in somewhere between five and seven years, to be honest. We'll know who was right. That's generally how it goes. We can look back after five or seven years and go, oh yeah, that was, that was, oh. Miguel, oh. Did I say that? It did. Oh, Father, forgive me for I have sinned in the presence of your people again. God always has a strategy for your protection and your blessing, regardless of what's going on in the world. We've got to make a choice. Covenant, covenant over conspiracy. Unfortunately, conspiracy theories thrive in this present environment of uncertainty. And they always contain a mixture of truth and untruth. The entire globe is currently being saturated with these theories and they are always presented with the facts. And we've already talked about the fact that we live by principle, not by fact. Facts change. Principles don't. Never live by facts. Live by principles. They give you the power to always know what to do. Now, before I do this last part under covenant, understand this. God has something much bigger in store for this world than everything that's been played out out there. And so this is a safe place for those that are for and those that are against, those that are conservative, those that are liberal. And you're going to shout and holler and celebrate and go, yay, because you don't have to lead it. <laughs> yeah, laugh. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Jesus, help me. So I'm fully vaccinated. I qualify for a passport if one is needed. I made that choice two months ago. Not because of thinking I need protection against, I think you'd have to win lotto before you could catch COVID in WA. 
I did it for a purpose bigger than this little, are you with me? And whether you agree or not, it doesn't matter because it was my choice. And I'm not against someone that refuses to do that. I get it, especially if you live here. <laughs> like, but but let's, let's have a worldview that is real. I have friends that have died from COVID. Not with it, from it. I, I have pastors, hundreds of them that have died because of it because they live in an environment where they don't have what we have. So let's be real. I'm not trusting in that. You know, turn the lights off. I don't glow in the dark. It's okay. (laughs) Somebody said, if you breathe on me now, I'm going to catch that thing. Really? It's not going to happen. I want to live by the covenant that's been given to me. I want to remind you that we can be pandemic proof if we live by covenant. If we understand that God, in all of His wisdom, has something greater. Let me take you to this here in Psalm 91. I don't know whether I'm going to read this or prophesy it, but I'm going to start and see how it goes. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust Him for He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with His feathers. He will shelter you with His wings. He will. His faithful promises are your armour and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side and 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open up your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. You've got to look at that verse because you've got to find you in that verse. It says, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for He will order His angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up. They will hold you up with their hands so that you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras and you will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honour them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation, says the Lord. Right there, we come back to that classic Scripture that's found in Deuteronomy where the Lord says, choose you this day who you will serve. Choose you this day, blessing or cursing, lack or abundance. Choose. Friends, I've got to tell you that this message preaches better than it lives. After being around a little while, you realise it preaches better than it lives. What does that mean? That means I know what it means to put that into practice on Monday morning. 
on Wednesday afternoon, on Thursday at midday when you get the curveball, you hear everything's set up, the weekend's going to be great, now it's going to be crap. You've got to still put it, you've still got to choose faith over fear. You've still got to choose purpose over politics. It's, just, it's a choice. It's a decision that you make to say, I'm going to choose covenant over this other stuff. But it makes the difference. It works in every season. Let me pray with you right now. Father, I thank You that as we come to this moment, that God, You have a plan for each and every one of us that takes us way beyond the circumstances we find ourselves in, takes us way beyond the challenges we are facing. And so God, today we are here to declare that we have already made You our refuge. We have made You our most high, our shelter. And today... We repent. We ask You to forgive us for times that we've drifted off course and haven't walked in wisdom. We ask You to fill our hearts today with a fresh fresh sense of energy that comes from saying, I am going to walk in the wisdom that God has provided. I'm going to stay on course to the purpose for which He called me. And God, today I pray that You'd allow our eyes to be opened, that we'd come into a fresh place with You in Jesus' mighty Name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.